0: switchcraft is brought to you three times a week on tuesdays and thursdays uh at 3 p.m u.s eastern and on saturday at whatever time i can get to it tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run jump stomp except for this episode this episode is not live i'll talk about that in a little bit uh this episode of switchcraft is brought to you by chris becker uh, support switchcraft for as little as a dollar by heading on over to patreon.com slash run stomp episode 197 of switchcraft is brought to you by audible get a free book and directly support the show by heading on over to runjumpstompcom slash audible they have thousands of books over there from every genre you're guaranteed to find something you like again That's runjumpstomp.com slash audible. Before we get started today, I want to take a second to let you guys know about a giveaway. We're doing a giveaway to celebrate the fact that we've had the the show in the last four months has been downloaded 200,000 times, which is a crazy number to me. Uh, but in order in, or in celebration of that milestone, I am giving away $60 worth of eShop credit. If you want to join the giveaway, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash giveaway and join there. Speaking of giveaways, in addition to that, at Kill the Chickens on Twitter had gotten a hold of me and they said, hey, Bill, uh, you're coming up on episode 200. We're already at 197. So in three more episodes, um here is a $20 eShop gift card that you can give away to one of the people in chat uh, during episode 200. So when we do episode 200, make sure you head on over to twitch.tv runjumpstomp run, jump, stomp, be there. Uh, you can be lurking, you can be chatting, uh, but I will do a giveaway at the end of episode 200. So make sure that you're there to join us because it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, anyway, With that out of the way, let's go ahead and start with the news today. And the news is E3. I mean, we are right smack dab in the middle of E3. Uh, Nintendo is the last press conference. And then from here on out, it's just, uh, you know, the the press is going around looking at stuff and people are playing the games. Uh, But Nintendo just finished their press conference a few hours ago. And I went through and I, I live streamed the whole thing. Uh, so if you want to, uh, which is funny because, you know, earlier today I live streamed the whole thing, no problem at all. And then when I went to record the podcast live, it couldn't, it wouldn't let me uh, stream to Twitch, uh, this afternoon, which is not cool, but we're going to move on. Uh, so Nintendo has done their, their, uh, not press conference, but their Nintendo direct and, uh, they were the last one. So let's talk about everything that they did. And I, I went through and I watched it live and talked about my feelings or my thoughts as uh, as it went through. Um, just, you know, most of the time I, I was trying to keep quiet so I wasn't, uh, you know, talking over him. Uh, but then I went back and I watched it again and I screenshotted a bunch of stuff. So we're going to be able to take a look at that, at, at that stuff uh, here. Uh, let's go ahead and, and take a look. So the first thing that they showed us was a game which came out of nowhere. I mean, I had no idea anything about it, and that is Demon Cross Machina. Uh, It's some kind of mech battle game. I don't know much about it, but it looked really cool. The first thing that I thought of when I saw is this kind of reminds me of Virtual On, which is a really cool uh, game that I remember playing when I was younger. I would go to the arcades, drop quarters in there, and you had two joysticks. And, uh, you were in this big robot and you basically were in, were in an arena fighting another person who was, uh, they had a separate screen, they had their own joysticks and, uh, you were zipping around there. It, it was the most expensive game in the arcade, uh, but it was a lot of fun. And that's what this reminded me of. Now it was just a cutscene. scene. It, it wasn't really gameplay or at least it didn't look like it was gameplay, so we don't really know what this game is like, but it was very interesting. I it I don't think that it even showed uh, if it was a first-party game or a third-party game, uh, but it definitely looks interesting, and it's definitely something that I want to check out uh, later on. Uh, after that, and we're not necessarily going in order. It's just the order of the screenshots that came up uh, in the folder. Uh, but the next thing that I think that they showed off was Super Mario Party, and uh, this game I am really, really excited for. My family has really enjoyed the the Mario Party games. Uh, I think that my favorite one was Mario Party Seven, or maybe it was Mario Party Eight. I can't remember which. Uh, it was the one on the Wii. Um, the one on the Wii U was. It was okay, and I, I wasn't a huge fan of that. I didn't like the one on the 3DS at all, uh, but this one, you know, it seems to have some unique things going for it, and especially uh, this really strange setup. Now, Nintendo had showed us this, uh, this patent. Uh, well, they didn't show us, but somebody had found this patent where you could take uh, multiple devices and put them next to each other in order to have them connect... And basically, the different devices would know where they were in relation to each other so that you could, say, bounce a projectile from one device to another. Now, at that time, a lot of people were thinking, is this the successor to the Switch? Is this something that Nintendo is working on for future hardware? And one thing that, that jumped out to me is possibly uh, this is something that's already in the Switch, And it's just not something that we've used yet. And sure enough, that seems to be the case. They showed us uh, the video. And in the video, uh, they were basically taking two switches and uh, manipulating them on the table. Like in this picture, if you're watching the video version up on YouTube, um, uh, they were manipulating them on this table. And then they started the game and they started driving these tanks around, kind of like combat from the Atari 2600. And, uh, then they were bouncing shots off the walls and it would, and the bullet would go from one Nintendo switch screen over to the other. And I thought that that was really cool. They showed some other, uh, stuff for Mario party. Uh, what was it called again? Super Mario party. And it, it all seemed great, but this was the the thing that jumped out to me as really, really different, um, Luckily, I live in a two switch household, so we'll be able to try this when it comes out. And uh, this looks really cool. Now, I don't think that you need to have uh, two switches in order to play Mario Party or Super Mario Party, but uh, it's definitely going to add a really interesting um, relationship between those switches. I'm very much looking forward to checking that out. Uh, The next game that they showed off was uh, the Fire Emblem game, which we all knew was coming. Nintendo told us, I think it was even January of last year, they said, look, we're working on a Fire Emblem game and it's coming out in 2018. And uh, I guess it's not coming out in 2018. It's coming out in spring 2019. So, you know, not too far delayed, but this game is called Fire Emblem Three Houses and it looks really really good. I am very excited for this game. A traditional Fire Emblem game on the Nintendo Switch. The graphics look great. Um, I love the, the way that the UI kind of fades into the background towards the middle of the screen. I think that that's really fantastic. Uh, but overall... I'm excited for Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to when that game uh, comes out. Mario, Super Mario, Super Mario World. The next game that we got to take a look at was Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and it looks like we're getting DLC for that game that we didn't already know about. Uh, this DLC is called Torna the Golden Country. Now, uh, one thing that I don't know about this is... Is this included in the season pass? Uh, That's one thing that we don't know yet. They didn't say anything about it. There was no uh, dialogue with this. They were just showing off uh, scenes from the game. And uh, it, it didn't mean much to me because I haven't finished xenoblade chronicles 2 yet so i'm sure that a lot of things to hardcore xenoblade chronicles fans uh like they would see that and they'd be like man this is really cool when i was looking at i was like all right i know that there's going to be people who are who are excited for this and it's not that i'm not one of them it's that i don't know why i should be excited for that uh but again that xenoblade chronicles 2 torna the golden country and um it looks like Nintendo is continuing to support that really, really well. Uh, then they talked a little bit. They had R- Reggie come out, Reggie fils Uh He's the president of Nintendo of America, and he came out and talked a little bit about Pokemon Let's Go. Um, then in addition to that, there was also later after the direct, there was... Um, there was a little bit of gameplay footage shown where they were talking about the game. And, and I was kind of watching it uh, out of the corner of my eye while I was taking all of these screenshots uh, of the other one. But a uh, couple of cool things about this, uh, or well, not cool things. A couple of things about this that I don't really like is uh, for Pokemon Let's Go, there are no battles with wild Pokemon. So when it, it's exactly what we thought was going to happen. Uh, it's just like in Pokemon Go. You don't fight against the, the Pokemon in order to weaken them before you throw a Pokeball at them. You just find one, you find one, and then you throw a Pokeball at it. And that's, that's the whole gameplay for catching wild Pokemon. Now, whenever you catch wild Pokemon, the Pokemon that you have in your party will then start to level up. So it looks like they're get, they're not going to be using the quote-unquote candy that they used in Pokemon Go, uh, but the capture mechanic is exactly the same. You can give them like raspberries or whatever and then throw a Pokeball and hopefully you catch it. Uh, and if not, you try again or maybe you get somebody to help you with that. Um, so another thing about this that I'm not a fan of is Reggie talked about the the Pokeball Plus, and how the fact that Mew is a a character that you can get in the game, but only if you buy the Pokeball Plus. It is exclusive to the Pokeball Plus. It comes inside, basically. So when you buy your Pokeball Plus, you hook it up to your Nintendo Switch, Mew pops out. And I'm not sure how I feel about that. I find it a little irritating. I would be fine with it If you could get Mew right from the start uh, by buying the Pokeball Plus, but you could also get it in-game. I don't like the fact that it's exclusive. I think that that's a big mistake on uh, Nintendo's part, but what are you going to do? Speaking of big mistakes, uh, Fortnite is now for the Switch. Not that that's a mistake, and you'll get where I'm going uh, here in a second, Uh, but Fortnite is now on the Nintendo Switch. In fact, uh, it came out today. Uh, right but like in the middle of the nintendo direct uh fortnite was released and uh you know here it is right here i'm running it although um it says i was logged out uh the issue the thing that i think is a mistake is not nintendo's fault it's not epic's fault it's sony's fault uh, there is no cross-play... Well, okay, that's not true. Cross-play on the Nintendo Switch is cross-play with everyone except for Sony. Sony is using the fact that they are the top dog in this current console generation to try and, uh, I don't know, manipulate people into only playing on their platform. So, for instance, like my son and I have been playing Fortnite on PS4. And so we've earned rewards there and we've linked our accounts to Epic. And so if we play our, our Fortnite on the PC, uh, we then, because because our accounts are linked, we still can see all of our stuff. Our stuff is linked to that. Uh, if, I, if I grab my phone and play Fortnite, I log into my, um, my Epic account and sure enough, all my stuff is there. But however this is bad. I log in on Nintendo Switch and it says basically, nope, you're not allowed to log in. Uh, so, uh, you have to make a new account. You can't connect to it because Sony won't let you. And it even, it even says there's nothing that Nintendo or Epic Games can do about this. It's all on Sony. And that is just lame. Now, now that we've said that, you know, get out your pitchforks, get out your tor- torches, tweet at Sony and tell them that they're being jerks and that they need to to play fair. Um, here's something that's really cool and very interesting. Fortnite for the Nintendo Switch has squad voice chat so you can communicate with your fellow teammates just by plugging your headphones, you know, headphones, like I'm holding up my, uh, my Apple headphones here. I can just plug these into my Switch and have voice comms with my squad in Fortnite now if epic can do that then nintendo can do that and this shows that there's no hardware reason why the nintendo switch does not have voice chat it all comes down to how nintendo just wants to do things it's it's less of a physical reason and more of a uh theoretical reason like not not theoretical almost like how you think pedagogical reason that's not the right word either it's 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 just nintendo is refusing to do it and that's that's another problem i think it's great that epic games went above and beyond and they said you know what sure nintendo does not have built-in voice chat we're gonna build our own voice chat for our game because it's not 1973 that's why Um, it's not in the game yet however it will be activated on Thursday morning they didn't say this during the Nintendo Direct this was said uh, during the Treehouse live event where uh, the devs of Fortnite were being interviewed by the Treehouse people all right After that, Nintendo showed off a whole bunch of games that are coming out this year. Uh, Let's go through them real quick. I'm not going to say something about every single one. We've got Overcooked 2 coming out on August 7th. We've got uh, Killer Queen Black, which is this weird arcade-style game where I think you're fighting against other players. That's sometime this year. Hollow Knight. A lot of people have been wondering, when is Hollow Knight coming to the Nintendo Switch? Well, the wait is is over. It came out today. Uh, Octopath Traveler is uh, coming this summer. I can't remember the date off the top of my head. However, there's a brand new demo available June 14th. Now, this is really cool because um, what we've seen before... Uh, the demo, I didn't really like the demo, not because I thought that the game was bad, but just because of some of the decisions that Square had made, I didn't really like, I didn't agree with. And a lot of people complained about the same things that were bothering me, like where the save points were, or being able to skip things. And uh, Square had listened, and they said, look, based on your feedback from Uh, our Octopath Traveler demo we've changed a bunch of stuff so when the game comes out a lot of these things that you guys didn't like about the game won't be an issue anymore and I I assume that now that we'll get this new demo on again June 14th um, this demo will have a lot of this stuff fixed and you'll also being able be able to carry over your save data to the full game once you purchase it. So that's also really cool. Then uh, they showed off Starlink: The Battle for Atlas. This is a Ubisoft game. was actually revealed the day before Uh, Miyamoto was there because they are bringing in Star Fox stuff into this Starlink game. And if you don't know much about the Starlink game, it's this game where you have your controller, there's a clip that goes on your controller, and then you can like put a ship on the controller and uh, you you control um, parts of like what weapons are on your ship by attaching them to the ship that's attached to your controller Uh, and it's really cool not something that I want but I think that my son will probably really want it I think that uh, this is going to be pretty popular Um, you know it feels like it's a little late to the party as far as you know the whole toys to life craze like if you go down most uh, brick and mortar stores the toys to life section uh, you know Disney Infinity went bust Um, Lego what um, I can't remember what the Lego game is called off the top of my head. That, that really hasn't done much lately. Uh, you know, the Amiibo is just a sea of Animal Crossing figures that are left over. Uh, but you know what? Maybe that means that there's plenty of shelf space for Starlink. Uh, now, that's a game that's cross-platform, or, or at least it's on a lot of different platforms. But the Star Fox stuff is, of course, um, you know, exclusive to Nintendo because that's Nintendo property. But anyway, I think it's pretty cool and I think it'll probably sell well. It looks like it's a lot of fun. If you can play it without all the plastic stuff, then I'm interested. Um, So that comes out October 16th. Um, Arena of Valor, which is the MOBA, which is, uh, I guess it's a mobile phone uh, game. And uh, that is really, really popular over in Asia. It's by Tencent Games and that game's coming out in fall 2018. They showed off Minecraft, uh, I think that they're talking about the physical edition because Minecraft is already out. That comes out on the first day of summer, June 21st. I assume that this is going to be the one that allows us to do all of the cross play stuff where we can connect to everybody. But of course, Sony, because they're jerks. God, Sony are jerks. Uh, then they they showed off Pix Arc, which is basically a version of Ark Survival Evolved, uh, but little more kid friendly and uh this one has pixelized graphics and big blocky textures and very and uh that comes out fall 2018 right alongside of the actual arc survival evolved which also comes out uh fall 2018 they showed off mario plus Rabbits donkey kong adventure uh dlc that's june 26th um and by the way, when we were watching this, this was like flashing these games by so fast I didn't even see some of them. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z is coming to the Switch sometime this year. Uh, Crash Bandicoot. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, Carcassonne. If you don't know what Carcassonne is, it's a really great board game uh, where you you know have to capture places and you know. Put your tiles down in a certain way in order to build walls around something. And then, you know, you can you can it, it's not important. Uh, it's a fun game and uh, it's coming to the Nintendo Switch. And I'm trying to remember because I haven't played Carcassonne in a really long time. If if it mean I wonder how two player game will work. Like if you can see what the other people are doing or if you could just play online. I don't think I would want to play this game online. I would want to play it sitting next to somebody on the couch, but then they would be able to see my stuff. So not sure how that's going to work. Uh, They showed off a game called Ninjala, which I don't know anything about. This is by Gung Ho Entertainment that comes out spring next year. Uh, Captain Toad is July 13th this year. FIFA 18 is having the first World Cup uh, update and that's available right now uh wasteland 2 which is a sequel to a very very old game uh is coming out fall 2018 this is the director's cut this is a game that's already out on other platforms but now it's coming to the nintendo switch uh again fall 2018 we already knew that we were going to be getting monster hunter generations ultimate coming uh across from the west which is basically Uh, Monster Hunter Double Cross over in Japan. And here in the US, it'll be Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. Uh, That's August 28th. I'm very excited for that. Dark Souls, Summer 2018. Wolfenstein, June 29th. Uh, Man, this summer is jam-packed. The World Ends With You comes out Fall 2018. Mega Man 11 is October 2nd. And those were all of the games that they showed. And that was all packed into like 10 minutes and what happened next was the rest of the direct which was like 30 minutes long all super uh (laughs) super smash brothers ultimate now we know the name of super smash brothers ultimate and we'll talk about that right after this my puppet body is ready all right first i want to thank all of the people who were watching the stream live with me i threw a link in the um in the show notes. And uh, they just started typing everything that was happening in the, or not in the show notes, in the live chat while we were um, watching the 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 E3 Nintendo Direct. And they just started typing in everything that was happening. So I would not have the show notes like I do if it weren't for those people. So big thanks to them. Uh, you guys rock. Uh, now let's take a look at all of the Smash Brothers stuff. So first off, it's called Smash Brothers Ultimate. You know, the first thing that people were asking when Smash Brothers was announced is, is this game a new game or is it a port of the Wii U version? And the answer is, I still really don't know. It still, it feels like a new game, the number of changes that they made. But I again, I'm going to say the same thing that I've said before. I really don't think it matters all that matters is, is the game good and the game looks fantastic. So, uh, I've got a few screenshots here that we can look at. Um, first off, this was taken, uh, during the treehouse. Um, there's, there is full amiibo, amiibo support for pretty much everything, everything, every amiibo. Uh, how did they phrase it? They phrased it like, Every amiibo that worked with the last Smash will work with this Smash and all of the amiibo that are not from the Smash series for a certain character. For instance, like there's a Mario amiibo for Mario Party. That game or that amiibo also will work with Smash just as the uh, amiibo for the Smash version of Mario, if that makes sense. Uh, So all of the current Smash Brothers series amiibo are compatible uh, and then uh, they also l- actually let me bring up my 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 notes about um smash so. First off, we've got a release date. This was very surprising to me. I was totally, I was 100% positive that it was going to come out in September alongside the Nintendo Switch Online plan, Uh, but that is not the case. The game does not come out until December 7th, and honestly, I think that this is a big mistake by Nintendo. Actually, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe not maybe when nintendo activates this um this service they're giving themselves a little time to make sure that they get iron bugs ironed out before they launch their massive game the game that is going to really uh push the service hard and that's smash because smash is going to be huge it's going to be absolutely huge uh let's talk about the changes to the game and then we'll talk about the roster actually we'll talk about the roster first the roster is everybody everybody that has ever been in a Nintendo, or or, I'm sorry, in Super Smash Brothers, any character that's ever been there is in this game. Ice Climbers is back. Uh, Snake from Metal Gear is back. Um, Let's see. uh, Ridley. They added Ridley to the game. Ridley is... um, oh, that's the wrong window. Ridley is, that's the wrong window. Where is the thing? I'm trying to show you guys a picture of Ridley. Ridley is, uh, Samus's, uh, basically the, her arch nemesis. He's this big dragon looking thing. And, uh, Ridley has like, people have been asking for Ridley to be in the game for a really long time. There was a cool little cut scene where, uh, it was, uh, Samus and, um, uh Mega Man and Mario were walking in this hallway and um we were like they were walking towards the camera and one by one Ridley was picking off Mario and um Mega Man and leaving only Samus behind and then it showed you know Ridley and it said Ridley hits the big time and I thought it was really cool I'm excited to have Ridley in there um the, the roster is everybody. So anybody that you can think of that was in a Smash Brothers ever is in the game. So now that we got the roster out of the way, let's talk about the changes to the game. All right. So first off, this is something that they showed off during the treehouse after the fact. You now select the stage before you select your fighter and the loser picks the stage. So when you're playing the game, the loser will pick the stage and then... You guys will know what stage you're going to be fighting on, and then you can make your decision. Okay, well, if we're going to be playing on this one, I think I want to use Link. And if we're going to be playing on that one, then I think I want to use Duck Hunt. And I think that that's really cool because, you know, there are certain characters that have certain strengths and certain weaknesses. And knowing what stage you're going to play on beforehand is going to now that can influence who you're going to play as. And I think that that's a very good change. I like that a lot. And I also like that the loser picks the stage. That's something that we usually would do anyway, is that when you come back, you would say, all right, well, now you can pick the stage. But Now it's built into the game that the loser picks the stage. Uh, They also have changed perfect block, which is, um, I guess, the way that it works is if somebody's attacking you and you use your block button, uh, like a little bubble shows up. And if you release that block button at exactly the right time, you can do like a really powerful counter move. But if you don't release it at exactly the right time, then you're going to take damage from being attacked. So that was in there, and I thought that that was pretty important. Um, Let's talk about the changes. Like, there were so many changes listed off, I couldn't get through all of them. Uh, Link now has the Breath of the Wild tunic, and a lot of people were wondering, does this mean he's going to play different? And yes, he is going to play different. Now, uh, there were a couple things that they said. The one that jumped out to me the most is the fact that uh, he can now remote detonate his bombs so Link can drop his bombs out there and wait for somebody to walk across it and then detonate it. Uh, So that's really going to change the way he plays. Uh, In addition, you've got Link, you've got Young Link, and then you've got Toon Link. So now in the game, we've got three different Links in the game, and uh, I assume that they will all play slightly different. Link will play like the Breath of the Wild one. I'm assuming that Young Link will play um, like, like the old Link did. And then Toon Link always had his own style as well. Uh, there's now a female Pikachu. You can choose between a male or female Pikachu. I guess the, the, really the only difference is that um, the female Pikachu has a heart uh, for a tail instead of like a lightning bolt. Um, again, the Ice Climbers are back. Uh, Marth comes in two varieties and they will have different voicings, although they said here, check these out. And then they played the two voices. And I thought they sound the same to me, but I have horrible hearing. So maybe that's beside the point. Uh, They went over a little bit, a tiny little bit about the Inklings. And later on in the in the um, in the treehouse, they expanded upon that a little bit. Uh, So the Inklings, they use their ink, uh, they've got a really cool stage where they, you know, they've got the girder, I can't remember more towers or something where they've got the girders going back and forth, uh, almost like a Donkey Kong level uh, in the fact that the um, the way that they go back and forth. Um, but uh, the, they use the ink, uh, they have to recharge their ink. So they have to, uh, you block and then press B. And if you press B while you're blocking your ink will fill back up. And there's like, Uh, this is an addition to the game that was very important and I think is fantastic is characters that have like an extra resource that you have to keep track of. Like, um, for instance, uh, well, for instance, the inklings down on the bottom by their character portraits, which shows the percentages, it tells you, uh, on there, uh, like what that, what that resource is, uh, which is very important. I think that that's fantastic. Uh, so, uh. If you ink your opponents, if you like you're fighting against Mario and he has the green goop all over him, he will um, take more damage. Now, they didn't say if that means he takes more damage from everyone or if he takes more damage from just the inkling. There's no way to, for us to know that yet. Uh, the final smash for the inkling is the final the the I'm sorry, not the final the killer whale. just the big speaker that comes out and like shoots ink uh, all over the place um. Uh, oh the Callie and Marie are an assist trophy that you can find if you don't know what those are those are like these little things that pop out of a uh, a, a ball and uh, you throw them and then they pop out and then they start doing something on the stage that affects everyone but you uh, which is kind of cool uh, let's see who, who else got changed I'm looking through uh, so we've got Uh, Mario, Samus, Kirby, uh, Kirby, uh, they said that they mentioned that he's really hard to design because he has to have something for everybody that he captures. Um, Bowser has a crazy new transformation for his, uh, ultimate smash. Uh, let's see what else we've got. Uh, Zelda is based off the Zelda from a link, a link between worlds, uh, so her art style has been updated. She looks a little bit different. Um, the villager has like eight different villagers, or as I like to call them, killager, uh, eight different villagers that they can be. And, uh, when they, they could put items in their pockets before. And now when you put an item in your pocket, it's going to be displayed down on the bottom, which is a very, very useful. Um, let's see, who else are we talking about? We've got, all right, so Peach This isn't really about Peach, but Peach has uh, something that they added to the game, uh, which is a character that plays very similar, but has slightly different animations. And I think they called them Echo characters. And uh, the Peach Echo character is Daisy. So Daisy is now going to be in the game, although she's basically Peach. Uh, I think that that's cool. It's not just a skin change, though. It's also changes to the animations. And they play slightly different, but very, very similar. And that makes a lot of sense because it allows them to make the already ridiculous roster even bigger without adding more complexity to the balancing. And balancing a game with this many characters has got to be an absolute nightmare. Um, uh, who else? Oh, Ryu will always face his opponent in one-on-one matches. I guess that this is not something I like by the time Ryu came to, uh, the DLC for Ryu came out, I had basically stopped playing that version of smash. Uh, so I didn't really get much chance to play with Ryu, but I guess, uh, it caused a lot of, spurious inputs as you were trying to execute a move or just to move around. Uh, So now he's always going to uh, face his enemy just like he would in a Street Fighter game, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, Let me see. We got Pokemon Trainer is back with three Pokemon. The big change there is that I and this is not something that I was aware of. In previous games, when you had the Pokemon Trainer, if you didn't Constantly switch which Pokemon that you had out, you would be penalized for that, and that penalty uh, that penalty has been removed from the game. Uh, we Fit Trainer, uh, her, her, she had her face changed. Uh, this was it, it was weird that they said this, uh, but this uh, Mr. Sakurai said this was at the request of the developers of the Wii Fit games. So. Do we expect a new Wii Fit game to be coming out or at least a a Switch Fit game to be coming out? I'm not sure. Uh, Snake is back. Like I said before, uh, Pichu is back. When he electrocutes uh, with an electric attack, it also damages damages him. Uh, Let's see. Robin, when you are playing as Robin, who is from the Fire Emblem series, uh, now down on the bottom, it will show... Uh, how much time that they have left, uh, before their certain special ability, like their, their tome runs out. So that's good to know. Uh, I guess Game & Watch's graphics have been updated to make them look more like the original, uh, portable games that, that they're based on. Oh my gosh, there's so many characters here. Uh, let's see. The Mii Fighters have had their models updated. The proportions have been changed a little bit and, um... Let's see Wario had his super smash uh changed or his ultimate smash or his final smash that's the word I was looking for. Uh he now turns into Super Wario and uh flies around. Uh Pac-Man is, now has a much faster um uh final smash as well. Wolf from Star Fox is now in the game and his his model is based on Star Fox zero costume. Um, oh my gosh, so much stuff. Um, it was weird that they showed this off, but Olimar, when he takes damage, his, his helmet cracks, but then it, it repairs itself. And then of course we've got Ridley and it looks like we're going to be getting new amiibo of Ridley. And there was a new inkling girl that they showed off as well. I did not get a screenshot of that. I didn't think of it at the time. Uh, but man, so many changes, uh, to, this game uh and the it just looks gorgeous i was watching a fight between mario and the inkling girl as they were kind of showing off their their abilities and man this game looks fun i cannot wait to play it they also explained uh that were how did i want to say this um there were a lot more changes that like maybe went over my head because i don't pay attention to that stuff too much uh, they did talk about the um, the they are bringing back the controller, these um, Smash Brothers. Well, they're calling it the Smash Brothers controller, but it's basically the GameCube controller. And I'm looking for my screenshot of that. I must have forgotten to put that in the uh, in the show notes here, uh, but that's OK. So that was the whole thing. Um, something to keep in mind, because I know that there's some people who are saying, wait a second, that's it. Well, first off, That was a lot. Nintendo showed a lot. And I feel like they put the emphasis on Smash Brothers, where I feel like they could have spoken less about Smash Brothers in the actual direct and and built out more of that stuff in the, uh, not the direct, but in the treehouse stuff and given us a little bit more information about the one, uh, let's see, how many games did they talk about that I was able to catch? Uh, One. 2, three, four, uh, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27. They talked about 27 games and they talked about those 27 games in 10 minutes, and then they spent like 30 minutes talking about Smash Brothers Ultimate, so I think that they could have, that was a little lopsided, they could have, I mean, I know Smash is big, but they think that they could have spread that love about, love out just a little bit more, and told us more about some of these really interesting games that are coming. Here's what we need to keep in mind, though. Nintendo continues to release information through throughout the rest of E3 with their treehouse presents. In fact, while I've been recording this, they've probably released some new information that I don't know about. And you can feel free to let me know about that. Um, But I think that Nintendo had pretty good E3. Now there's going to be all of the people out there who are going to say the same thing that people always say. Bill, who won E3? And I'm gonna tell you the same thing that I say every single year: we won E3. The players won E3 because we've got a just a metric ton of games coming at us. We've got games on Xbox, games on PS4, games on Nintendo Switch, games on PC. We've got games coming out of our ears. This is the this is the one of the greatest times ever to be somebody who are, is into video games. And if you only care about Nintendo Switch. We've got like twenty something games that we have to look forward to this year, and that's only the ones that they talked about at E3. We don't know what else is coming. Um, I th- I do think that that we're going to continue to see Nintendo uh, pop up throughout the rest of this year and saying, "And here's another character that we're bringing to Smash Brothers, and here's another stage that we're bringing to Smash Brothers." Oh, by the way, speaking of stages in Smash Brothers, they had a Breath of the Wild stage which looked fantastic, uh, but. I've been talking about Smash Brothers for a long time now. So I'm going to stop. I'm going to wrap up the show. So let me bring up my show notes and uh, we can get out of here. Um, All right. Before I get out of here, I want to thank uh, someone for a review uh they said this is uh smplkd on the uk i um apple podcasts uh they record or they reviewed the show and they said just discovered it and i can't get enough uh i've discovered this podcast and i've begun to work my way through the back catalog so informative clear and smart aw shucks uh there's really a great dry sense of humor running through each cast and they are so frequent you'll never miss out on the going on goings on of the big n Uh, that was again from smplkd they gave five stars thank you so much for reviewing the show Uh, i really appreciate it it really does help and uh, a lot of people have told me that i have a dry sense of humor And I am ashamed to admit that I don't know what that means. So feel free to let me know. Um, Most of the time, the full show is uh, a lot longer than the uh, audio version, except they're going to be exactly the same length, or at least very close this time. Um, But most of the time, if you want to watch the full stuff, head on over to twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp live three days a week, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Thursday, uh, when that show comes up, we're going to be talking more about E3 because I'm sure Nintendo is going to unveil some more stuff before then. And then Saturday, I'm going to have guests on the same guests that I had on on the previous episode. Uh, They're going to be on and we're going to talk about all of our thoughts, like our favorite things about E3 this year. It'll be really Nintendo focused, but we might squeeze in some other stuff as well. Um, If you can't watch the show live, uh, tune in over at youtube.com slash run jump and you can watch the video version after the fact uh, finally if you're looking for ways to support my content you can do so by heading on over to run jump stomp.com slash thank you there's a bunch of links there that will help you support the show i recommend if you shop on amazon you just use my amazon affiliate link anything that you buy there amazon sends me a cut it doesn't cost you any extra all you have to do is go to run jump stomp.com slash thank you click on that the 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 Amazon link, replace your Amazon bookmark with that, and everything that you buy supports the show. Uh, Almost everything. Uh, Anyway, if you want to watch the video version uh, of my live reaction, to the e3 you can and don't worry i'm not like one of those guys that like starts screaming about everything it's that like i'm not okay with that um it's a very chill thing you can see chat going by as well uh head on over to my youtube channel or you can just go to the show notes at uh, runjumpstomp.com slash 197 and uh, the show notes all the way down at the bottom there is the live reaction you can click on that and it'll take you right to my youtube channel and you can watch that over there Uh, big thank you for everybody listening and who has supported the show so far I'm out of here and I will see you guys next time bye-bye